join Crowning Moment Podcast every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern. Today we are interviewing Miss USA. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Crowning Moment. My name is Casey Gibson, and today we have a very special guest, and she is going to introduce herself. Hello, everyone. My name is Arvini Gabriel. I am the current Miss USA of 2022. I am a model, a fashion designer that makes my own clothes. I've been doing it for 13 years now, and I'm also a sewing instructor, so I teach sewing classes in Texas and now all over the country. I go into schools and I also work with women that have survived from domestic violence to just to give them the opportunities to succeed and learn something unique and fun. Amazing. Well, I'm so excited to have you on here today. This definitely is one of those dream come trues to speak to Miss USA on Crowning Moment Podcast. I want to ask you, you know, standing in your crowning moment, you know, that's what this whole thing is about. What did that feel like for you in that crowning moment? You know, it was really a rush of emotions when we're standing there with me and the runner up and then they call her name. I hear her name and I wasn't sure exactly who won. It took me a few seconds. I was in disbelief. I was a little confused. And then when I actually felt the sash come across me and the crown go on my head, that's when I actually realized that I had won Miss USA. So I feel like I had sort of a delayed reaction. And when I look back at my crowning moment, I'm like, I wish I would have reacted a little bit differently. But I was just having so much go on in my head. I was happy. I was overwhelmed. I was looking for my family. Family. And I actually, my eyes started tearing up, but I was like, okay, I cannot cry on TV. Like, girl, you got to get it together. So all of these things were happening so fast, but I'm, I'm really grateful. And I just feel so blessed to be in this position. It's such a dream, dream come true. Absolutely. And in those crowning moments, everybody always says you kind of black out a little bit. You forget what's around you. Yes. You're just like, wait, is this happening? Like even with Farron, I had spoke to her previously on the podcast a few episodes back and she was like, I blacked out. I didn't even know they said my name. And then that's when she also <laughs> realized like, oh my goodness, it's me. Like I won. So with that, I felt like it's probably definitely one of those things is finally when the crown touches your head and you have that sash, you're like, oh my goodness. Like I have actually done this. And so after all of that, you've won. It has been a few weeks or well, a few months at this time mm-hmm. since you have won. In that time between now and then, what have you been preparing the most for for the next phase of competition going to Miss Universe? Yes, so I'm really focused on Universe right now because I have a three-month training window from USA to Universe. And what that means is every single day I wake up and I say, how can I train to be the best at Miss Universe? I don't want to have any regrets once I'm there. So, of course, it's putting together fabulous outfits. I'm actually currently working on my interview outfit. I always make my interview outfit. So I love being able to talk to the judges about that and really show my personality, talk about my career as well. And actually, I wake up every day and for my morning cardio, I put on my heels and I'll walk in my heels for about 20 minutes, just back and forth in front of the mirror to get my my walk ready and just keep it fresh. And I'm really trying to make my walk a little bit more fierce for the universe stage. So training is every day when one way or another interviews, hair lessons. I'm still training my makeup, perfecting that, and getting together outfits. I would say I'm hoping to have about 30 outfits for Miss Universe. <laughs> going to the Miss Universe competition, I know going to like Grand International or going to Global, they're there for like 30 days. So how many days will you actually be at competition for Miss Universe? It's, go- it's going to be about 
a week and a half or two weeks. So um, it's not 30 days. I can't imagine that. That would be so fun, though. But I'm planning for about two weeks being there, you know, getting in and getting out as well. So I'm, I think I need about two to three outfits a day plus a backup. So I will be bringing a lot of suitcases. <laughs> So with the whole Miss Universe having a new ownership, what are you most excited for out of all the things they've talked about? I know that the winner in the first two runner-ups will be going back to Thailand instead of going straight to like New York like they usually would. What are you most excited about with this new ownership? Well, that, I think it's so exciting to see where the new owner will take the production because in Thailand, I, they love a good show. So that's really exciting. I'm looking forward to that. And the fact that it is the first woman is also exciting to own Miss Universe. And the fact that they announced that the winners and second, first, what, first and second runner up get to go to Thailand, that excites me because I personally love Thailand. I have backpacked there myself by myself and I met a lot of amazing people. Thailand's such a beautiful place. I mean, the cities and the beaches are amazing. So to be able to spend more time there would be a dream come true because I love being able to go fabric shopping there. There's really cool designers there. I love what's going on in the fashion world there. So that is definitely motivation to work even harder for Miss Universe. And one of my favorite like videos, I guess, or real on Instagram that you had was you going in and picking out the fabrics to make, I think it was your interview outfit for USA. And I want to talk a little bit more on that creative side of being able to make your own custom outfits. What inspired that? When kind of, at what age did you start knowing that you wanted to be a fashion designer one day? So I started sewing when I was about the age 15 because I grew up going to thrift stores and vintage shops with my mom and I would find really cool pieces or really interesting pieces, but they wouldn't fit me. They would be too big or too small and I would need to change them somehow. And that's when I first picked up a sewing machine to learn how to alter them. And my mom, she had a sewing machine herself. I grew up with her making my outfits for Halloween and church outfits. So I naturally just adapted that and after I made my first dress, I still remember it was a red strapless dress with hearts all over it. I need to find a photo of that. But after I made that first dress, I was just hooked. I was like, I love that I was able to make this vision come to life. And from there, I just started sewing. I mean, my homecoming dress, my prom dress. I started putting myself in local fashion shows and actually met a designer in my hometown that I was able to intern with. And he really taught me a lot of how the business works in the fashion industry. So another thing that you do that I also got from social media was you started modeling and I I, what I got from the social media was that you had some struggles with not being tall enough or wouldn't like the right fit. So what was that journey of starting modeling, even though sometimes the industry says not for you? Yes. So I always wanted to be a model. And when I would approach agencies, they didn't want to sign me. They would tell me that my hips were too big or my waist was too big. The measurements weren't right. And I wasn't tall enough. So there was always a reason why they wouldn't sign me. I was never getting a yes. Like one door would close and I would go to the next one and keep asking. But I really couldn't find an agency that wanted to sign me. So I really took it upon myself to start finding photographers that wanted to shoot with me. And my first photo shoots were 
actually the photos are really embarrassing actually but you know you have to start somewhere and once you get your foot in the door it just opens up a world of opportunities and a bigger network and because I was interning for a designer when I was in high school he started having me be an in-house model he started bringing me to events and that helped me meet more people that would ask me to be a model and I was like okay I'm landing I'm landing some modeling jobs here and there and it kind of just started happening organically but I mean my advice to anybody um, any girl that wants to model or go after anything in their career I would not take no for an answer you can create your own path you can make your own lane because all of my jobs that I, I've gotten now I've been a freelance model for about seven years and none of that would have happened if I would have just taken no for an answer that is so inspirational. I know for myself, I am a five foot four short beauty queen. <laughs> so I sometimes I cannot get those, you know, six foot tall. And I'm sometimes they'll want like a redhead or somebody that's not brunette. And it's very hard to get those modeling jobs sometimes, especially I like that you said that you're a freelance modeling person. So as Miss USA, are they going to ever help you sign on to any sort of modeling agency? Does that come in your package? Um, it doesn't come in the package. I'm uh, since I'm still kind of new to being Miss USA. I'm learning how to navigate that. I'm still able to model here and there, which is really exciting because I, I love being able to do that. But I'm really hoping as Miss USA and when I'm done, it helps catapult my modeling career into the more editorial and fashion world because I just I love that industry. I love pushing the envelope and being edgy with my photos and always just bringing something brand new and fresh. To me, that's what pageantry reimagined is all about. Absolutely. And with pageants as a whole, when did you actually start competing in pageants and what made you want to even compete in the USA system? So I started competing at age 26, which is a little late in the game. That's just when the opportunity came about. I met somebody that told me that I should do a pageant, and I really didn't know anything about it, but I started researching what beauty queens really do. I knew I've always heard of beauty queens, but I really wanted to know what was their career, and I was drawn to how they could speak so well publicly and how they advocated for a cause they cared about. And I was already very passionate about sustainability in fashion. I was trying to bring awareness to it. But now that I'm Miss USA, I'm doing that on a larger platform. And that that has been the whole goal. And why did I pick the USA system? I just grew up watching that on TV. It was the first system I ever heard of. And I've always dreamed, not always, but as of when I started my pageant journey, I was like, I want to go to Miss Universe. I've heard of Miss Universe. To me, it's like the Super Bowl mega pageant. So I picked that system and I'm really happy. I'm really happy that he did. It's opened up a world of opportunities for me. So throughout all of this, you know, doing Miss USA, you're now going to Miss Universe. Outside of competition wise, what are you most excited for to either, you know, do at Universe or even meet people at Universe? What are the mo what are you most excited for? Well, to me, it's always so exciting to meet girls from other countries. I'm a world traveler myself. I've been fortunate to visit over 15 countries, and I love to just learn about the people, the culture, the food. I think everybody has different ways of communicating and cute little ways of even saying things or saying hello, and I, I love being able to learn that about people. But also, um, as a fashion designer, I'm spending so much time in my studio making pieces, upcycling old pieces into new 
ones. And to me, it's so special to be able to wear that on stage and during the competition. And I want to share with everybody my love for that and inspire people to work hard in whatever craft or talent or field that they're passionate about. That is really awesome, especially for, I want to talk a little bit more about USA really fast. Mm -hmm. At Miss USA, you had two different gowns. And I wanted to ask, what was your inspiration behind both of those gowns that you wore for prelim and then the one for finals? Well, for prelims was the green mint gown. Green is actually my favorite color. And I've been wanting to wear a color on stage, but you know, I didn't, I wasn't sure if I wanted to take a risk. So I said, let me do it for prelims. And I wanted to do chiffon because when you walk down the runway, chiffon is so nice and light and it catches wind. So prelims was all about performance and kind of making an impact and hopefully the judges remembering me that way because I think it was the next day or the following day you go into the actual judging room so I wanted them to already remember hey that's the girl with the dress and I was I planned out my turns and everything and I wanted to be memorable that way and then finals I have to be honest that was a last minute wild card I I love gold and it was a backup my zipper actually broke for prelims before I went out and I was really nervous about it falling apart on stage. It didn't, luckily, but I brought the backup out for finals, and it, that's just how it worked out. I love gold, and to me, it was still beautiful, too. <laughs> it was absolutely stunning. My mom was like, that is a Miss Universe gown. Like, Aww. as soon as you hit the stage, like, there was no question. It was, that is the, mo it was just, like, the most beautiful, th the way you walked, it was just so graceful, but fierce. Like it was perfect. And I just wanted to ask about that because I remember you had had the green dress before and I was like, because oh, I liked the way it came in with the stoning on the top of the dress. That was so unique. It was almost like, like leaves going around but at the same time, almost like vines. It was so cool. I really, really liked that dress. Oh. And then I want to ask from USA, what was your favorite piece of wardrobe or even, you know, an item or a shoe that was your favorite that you wore during that week? I will have to say my interview outfit that was really special to me because the story and inspiration behind it is the fact that my mother and my father got married in the Philippines and my mother being a Texan it's really crazy that she traveled all the way to the Philippines to get married with none of her family being able to come and she wore a non-traditional wedding dress that had flowers on it so the flowers actually hand painted on my actual interview outfit just to show my love and appreciation for for my parents bringing me up into a world and giving me opportunities and I just wanted to show love for them they've been so supportive so I had the flowers on the sleeves and then the collar is like kind of a strong collar that has a kind of a statement piece and that collar was inspired by uh, traditional Filipino wear so I just kind of wanted to tie in my roots and tie in a story and that's what made it really special for me. I want to ask a little bit more personal questions, more like get to know yous. Okay. And you just brought up your culture. Tell me a little bit more about, you know, what is that culture like for you? What does it mean to you with that Filipino culture? Well, as you know, I'm half Filipina. So I grew up in Texas, but my dad is from Manila, Philippines. So I grew up with a Texas family on my mom's side and my dad having a Filipino family. So I grew up with two different dynamics, like a big side and a small countryside. And that really taught me to be 
open-minded and never judge anybody because they eat a different food or they go about ways and traditions differently. And luckily I'm able to carry that with me now too, to just be open-minded as well. Um, something that's really amazing about Filipino culture, I think I would say is that we're very warm, we're very inviting, and it works out great in pageantry because Filipinos love, love, love pageants. So I feel lucky to have that fan base and support in America and also in the Philippines. So it's just really great. What would you say is your favorite like family dish that you guys make? So um, at, at Filipino functions, there's always a lechon, which is a whole roasted pig. And it's really good. I'm actually a uh, pescatarian now. I don't eat it. But growing up, I ate it and it was really good. It was kind of like if you've seen at Hawaiian luau's where they roast a whole big. It's it's very similar to that and it's really yummy. For all the meat eaters out there, y'all have to try it. <laughs> That's awesome. Do y'all have like a specific dessert that y'all make? Well, my, the first thing I ate after I won Miss USA was ube ensamada. And that is basically, ube is a purple yam and ensamada is sweet bread. So it was purple yam and sweet bread with cheese all mixed together into like a circular bread piece. And I ate a few of those like at my after party at Miss USA. It's what I'm crave, what I'm always craving. And it's my favorite treat. I like to introduce that to people because most people like it. It's really good. That is so fun. Okay. <laughs> so at the after party, because not a lot of people that I know have ever been to one. So what is the after party as Miss USA look like? Well, this year it was inside the hotel where the actual pageant was, and it was kind of a, a club. So, you know, there was lights, there was a DJ, there was the 360 photo booth, and whoever wanted to come was there. You know, pa former con uh, Miss USA's contestants, sponsors, friends, and family. So it was really just a good time because people were dancing and celebrating. Oh, that's so exciting. I know in a few weeks I'll be headed to speak at the Empower Academy at Miss America. And one of their things was like, you could like pay to go into their after party. I was like, I've never been to an after party. I was like, I wonder what that's like. And so I wanted to make sure I asked you that. So then the listeners who may not have ever, you know, been to an after party for a Super Bowl of pageantry at Miss USA, that'd be something really cool that they can kind of listen into and hear about more. So you're going to Miss Universe in a few short months. What do you think the most, like the area that you have to prepare for the most is for Miss Universe? I say this for every pageant I've done and it's the mindset. You have to have that confidence. Confidence is the core of your success. So if you go into any competition or any pageant and you're not feeling 100% yourself or you're not even feeling like I can win or I can do this, I think that's already a bad place to start. So on top of, you know, just juggling a busy schedule and, you know, every day is different. Some Everybody has bad days and good days or things that don't go your way. But for me, it's so important to protect my mindset going forward even if I don't get everything done on my to-do list I still have to stay positive and say hey I can do this I can go to Miss Universe I can win this I think you always have to believe you can win because you, you have to believe in yourself at the end of the day so every day what I love to do is I write down five things I'm grateful for in the morning and that really keeps me grounded through a busy crazy lifestyle and I'm always listening to podcasts because for me that's training my mind to speak the same way they're speaking in this podcast and dropping knowledge bombs and words of inspiration and I think it's just always good to feed your mind with that type of energy and talk I want to ask that is 
how do you handle, you know, going from Miss Texas lifestyle to then transforming into Miss USA? What has that mindset definitely been like and kind of the overload of work that you've now had to put onto your plate? What has that transition been like for you? I think being disciplined with your time is everything and organization is key. I'm personally not that organized, so my mind is all over the place. So I'm learning the beauty of writing everything down and remembering it that way. And yet, luckily, I have the Miss USA team helping me stay on schedule, helping me book things, helping me remember everything. But um, what I would say now that I am Miss USA and obviously there's more eyes on me and you're kind of in the you're in the public light more and I'm more vulnerable. So people can comment whatever they want on social media. And I would love to tell everybody that you cannot find your validation through social media. I know it's really great to see those comments where people tell you you're beautiful and that makes us happy. And that that's natural. It makes me happy. But when I read negative comments, I, I just delete them. I'll block the people and I, I ha just have to move on. You don't want to spend too much time and energy in that. And you have to know that um, your validation won't come from anybody else but yourself. You got to stand firm in who you are. That is such great advice. And I'm, I appreciate that you actually threw that in there with social media. This day and age, people can get behind a keyboard or get on their cell phone and they will just, you know, unload these negative things that they think about themselves on others. And it's so disheartening that they just, you know, are okay with saying things that it just is not good. And so I wanted to ask you, you know, like you said, you are deleting them, getting rid of them on social media. Like, what are you doing kind of to protect yourself from these you know, keyboard users that just have nothing good to say? Well, I try to ignore it as much as possible, but I have to be honest, sometimes you just read comments and then you start reading more and you're like, oh my gosh, they said this about me. But like I said, you don't want to put too much energy into that. You have to be disciplined and, you know, delete it immediately and take everything people say with a grain of salt. Like you can't believe if somebody doesn't like the hairstyle that you wore that day or maybe the lip color that you put on. I just tell myself, you know, there's bigger issues to worry about. And I, I find so much confidence in myself through the daily tasks that I do. What makes me always feel like I'm winning in life is when I do things for myself, whether that's just going to the gym or being in my studio and creating an outfit and hitting all my goals. When I hit goals for myself, I always tell people I've, I've won for the day. And that's where I find happiness. That's where I find comfort and peace of mind. I have one last question before we go ahead and wrap this up. I saw on social media one the amazing dress that Giovanni had sponsored for you the other night, that beautiful red gown. And I wanted to ask you a little bit more about what that event was and kind of what you did at that. It looked like a fundraiser maybe? Oh, yes. So that was the Best Buddies Gala here in Houston. And so they have an annual Champion of the Year fundraiser where they raise funds for Best Buddies. And for those who don't know, Best Buddies is an organization that supports people with IDD, intellectual development disabilities. So it pairs IDD people with um, friends and family in a support system to get them on their feet to help build their confidence and put them in situations where they're enjoying themselves where they're public speaking and just really excelling in life so every year there's fun there's a fundraiser for that and I'm so happy because I was actually able to attend the gala this year and we were able to celebrate all the funds that were 
that were raised over the last year. I got to wear the red Giovanni dress and I really loved it. The theme was actually circus theme, so I thought it was perfect to wear that. <laughs> It was beautiful. And I loved the way your hair looked in that. It was just such an elegant look. I was like, wow, that looks so good. I had that dress in the same color. It was in the yellow. Oh, and I was going to wear it for a national pageant a few months ago, but I ended up finding another one. You know, you find one dress, you think it's it, and then you'll find it on. You're like, oh, this is definitely the one. So All that had happened. <laughs> Yeah. And when I had seen you in the red dress, I was like, that is gorgeous. So I just wanted to bring that up to the listeners could hear a little bit more about what that event was that they saw on social media. Oh. But we have come to that point in the podcast where I like to ask everyone the same final question. Are you ready? I'm ready. All righty. In what way has pageants positively impacted you? I would say the number one thing, it has taught me the importance of disciplining and investing in yourself. In pageants, you are studying, how do I feel about things? How do I wanna communicate my message or clearly communicate what's in my head? And that took a lot of time for me to be journaling every day and asking myself, where do I stand about things? What, where do I, how do I wanna present myself when I walk into a room? Those are things I really didn't think about. I think I was so used to studying successful people and studying their moves and how can I be like them? But pageantry taught me to study myself and really get to know where I want to stand and how I want to present myself to the world. And that was very empowering for me. I absolutely loved that answer. And I'm definitely going to grab it for a soundbite because that is something that a lot of people in pageantry need to hear is definitely studying yourself and learning more about yourself is so important. And I'm so glad that you could give the listeners that message today. And I just want to say thank you so much for being on this podcast and definitely thank you to Nancy for helping us set this one up. This has been one of my definitely favorites so far that I've done oh, and I'm just awesome. super excited for you to go to Miss Universe and I'm happy to say that you are definitely Miss USA. Thank you. I really appreciate that, Casey. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know, guys, you never know what happens in the future. So I guess you'll have to check out next week on another episode of The Crowning Moment. Bye, guys. Bye.